Good morning, gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're all doing wonderful. Welcome to a Feminine Impression Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Daff. Today, we're discussing feminine competition. I received a question about competition as a feminine woman in dating. So we're going to talk about that. I want you to go ahead and sit back, relax, and let's talk about this. Dear Dr. Daff, how do you handle feminine competition in dating? I would love to hear your feedback. Thank you for all that you do. Love your podcast and you so much. First and foremost, competition is unfortunately super prevalent amongst women in general, mostly for the attention of men, right? Versus competition to get a job or competition to look a certain way just for the heck of it. It's usually geared towards men. And so unfortunately, as women, we put ourselves against one another, which is a complete opposite of being feminine. It's just unfortunate that this is the culture of womanhood, which of course we're trying to slowly shape away because it doesn't have to be like that. It's just unfortunately all kind of encompassed around being with a man, getting a man, keeping a man, and the plight of figuring out and the hardship of the idea that there are just so many more women than there are men. And so we kind of feel sometimes like we have to compete with one another in order to get someone good. And unfortunately, this just kind of skews our perception of ourselves and of other women. So I want to talk to you about how as a feminine woman, this is something that you can get rid of if it's something that you're dealing with. Because to some extent, it does kind of creep up on you if you don't become really hyper aware of it. And then we're also going to talk about silent competition amongst women, which is probably even more common where we as women secretly compete and compare ourselves and our lives with other women. So we'll talk about both, but just know that competing in itself is masculine behavior. Okay. Comparing yourself to another person to make you feel good is also a sign of like poor self image. Okay, if you're doing it just for the sake of trying to rise up against someone and say, I look better than them, or I'm prettier than them, or I have a better body than they do, or I'm dating someone and this person's still single, so clearly I'm more attractive than they are, and all these things that we'll tell ourselves, it's a sign of a poor self-image, it's a sign of poor self-esteem if your mind even thinks to speak that way about someone else. And this happens often with us women when we're dating. Say you're dating a man and you're already in a relationship with him and you're speaking poorly about other women still. Not that you should at all, but it's even more alarming when you're already in a relationship with a man, but you still feel like you're in competition with other women because you still feel like I don't have him yet, right? I still need to keep him. And so I have to make sure that he thinks I'm the best. And so you still have this competitive mentality that you share with him. And I will tell you that men become super turned off by this behavior. If you haven't realized it already, men will judge you for being a hater because men don't see what women see and men don't think like women think. 
And most men tend to be rather forgiving when it comes to flaws of women. So if you're pointing out nasty things about someone else because maybe you're upset that they look a certain way or they got a certain reaction out of your man or whatever it is, (laughs) if you point it out, it makes you look bad. It makes you look like you're insecure. And typically it's because you probably are feeling insecure, but it shines like this huge light on it and it takes away from your attractiveness as a woman. So if you're in a situation where you're dating a man and maybe he's taking another woman's side on something or perhaps he thinks a woman's beautiful and you think that she's not beautiful, I would definitely stay away from making any comments and trying to compare yourself with that woman because his comment has nothing to do with you. But if you feel like you're in competition just because he mentioned something positive about another woman, then I would do a heart check. Figure out what you're really upset about because usually the things that you're upset about is just a reflection on how you feel in terms of the comfort in that relationship. Okay, maybe you just don't feel like you really are liked or loved by this person. And therefore, you have to always stay on alert if he finds something interesting or special about someone else. It's also wise in terms of feminine competition when you're dating, not to compete with anyone in his life or anyone that was in his life. For example, if you're dating someone and he has an ex-girlfriend or an ex-wife, or a mother that he's very close to, or a sister, or even a colleague or a coworker that he's pretty close to. It's wise not to compete with that person. And women, unfortunately, we tend to do this even if the person isn't alive anymore. Okay, if he had an ex-wife who's not even alive anymore, you might even feel like you're in more competition with her because the only reason he's dating you is because she's not here, right? So we get ourselves into these situations mentally and do these mental gymnastics just to make ourselves feel at peace. And it can bring so much strife into your relationship and so much of a mental headache for yourself that you just don't need. And he will cherish you so much more when you choose to embrace his love for the other women in his life rather than try to raise yourself above them and to compete with them, even if it's the mother of his child that he's no longer with. If he's saying positive things about her, that's not the time to try to tear her down or mention something negative. It's a good quality when you see a man who's able to speak well of people who he is no longer even dealing with. It just shows that they are mature. It shows that they are able to separate their emotions from the facts. And ultimately, it's a healthy person to be involved with rather than someone who's saying nasty, negative things about the women in his life. And I will tell you, my dear, that is a super big, bright red flag. If you're dating a man who's complaining constantly about their mother or their sisters, or any women in their life, their grandmothers, pay attention to that. 
if they have negative reactions or emotions about the way that their mother treated them or the way their grandmother treated them. And it's not anything like, you know, super traumatic. It's nothing major. They're just kind of whining or complaining, or perhaps they think that their mother asked too much of them as a man or whatever it is. Pay attention to that. I've never ever, ever seen a man who speaks like that about their mother or sisters that actually treats the women in his life well. I've never seen it. So be careful because that is how he was brought up to see women. And it is very difficult to make those changes in terms of how he sees you. But that's totally aside from what we're talking about. Just wanted to, just wanted to mention that. Back to what we were talking about in terms of when he is actually raising up a woman in his life in terms of telling you how great they are. It's important that you don't try to downplay their accomplishments or disagree with any positive attributes he mentions or just speaking poor of them in general, okay? Or just explicitly comparing yourself to them. So if he says, well, my sister makes the best cheesecake, you wouldn't say, oh, well, Hmm. she puts blueberries on there. And I don't think you're really supposed to put blueberries on cheesecake, right? That's super petty, but that's the kind of stuff that people do. And men will pick up on that. It's like a, it's like a slash to his skin. It's like, Ooh, that was unnecessary. That was uncalled for, right? Like what's your problem? (laughs) That's how it comes off my love. So you would really need to try, especially if you also maybe don't like this person. Maybe you don't get along very well with his mother or his sister and you feel like you are in competition with them because maybe that's how they treat you. Maybe they act like you are their competition because yeah, there are a lot of mothers who have a very serious issue with the women that their sons date and they are in competition with them. And so sometimes you may feel like, my goodness, I'm not competing with you, but you're competing with me. So it's on. Don't do that. Just allow them to do what they do and you stay true to your values. And if there is something that he says that is true, agree with him. Say, yeah, like her cheesecake is phenomenal. It's so good, right? That will make him feel so, so good to hear you also being in unity, in unison, in agreement, in alignment with all the people that he cares about. And if he's saying something that's not so nice about them, maybe a one-off statement, nothing, you know, nothing major like we talked about, something really minor. And typically maybe you would have agreed with him. Try defending her. Try saying, well, you know, maybe she was just having a bad day. He will appreciate you so much instead of being that typical like, oh, I can't stand your mama. I can't stand your sister. You're actually defending them. That will make him think, wow, perhaps she's not a hater after all, (laughs) right? So that's something that I would encourage you to try doing if you haven't done that before. And of course, like don't go around defending them all the time. Okay, use wisdom use wisdom. If he truly has an issue with someone and you're constantly defending them, that's going to cause problems in your relationship. But I'm talking about that one-off time where you could say something pretty neutral 
to show him that you're not against this person and you're not in competition with them. You truly are looking at whatever it is from an objective standpoint. He'll appreciate that. So try doing that and at least once agree with him or compliment a woman in his life. Now, some people will ask, how do you react if your man compliments another woman around you? Now, this is an interesting question. It depends, right? It depends on how often he's doing it and what about her he's actually complimenting. This could be a person in real life, like someone that you see walking down the street or a waiter, or it could be a photo or someone in a movie. Right. So my suggestion is to agree with him, but never compliment another woman's body part or another woman's figure. It's very important that you keep it super respectful. And I know I mean respectful, I mean respectful to yourself. So try to focus on complimenting clothing or their overall aura. It's completely disrespectful for him to compliment another woman's body around you. And he does not gain any respect for you by agreeing with him. If you do that, it will actually make him cherish you less and perhaps even think you'd be okay or you would condone his misbehavior. Because obviously you understand, right? Her body is so sexy. It's so nice. That is not a feminine, classy, self-respectful thing to do. Okay, if he makes a mistake, and well, I wouldn't want to say mistake, but if he makes a choice to say something like that and compliment another woman's body part and you agree with him, that is bad news. Do not do that. That is disrespectful. However, say there's like a waitress and she has amazing skin and he says, wow, her skin is crazy. You can say something like, wow, yeah, she has a stunning complexion. That's it. Or if he sees a photo of a woman and he says, oh, that's a really nice outfit. That outfit is fly. You can say, yeah, it is. You don't have to add anything to it. You can just say, yeah, it is. You don't have to look sad when you say it. (laughs) Just say, yeah. That is nice. It just shows that you're normal. You're a human being and you notice what he notices. Don't complicate things. Okay, definitely be on guard and trust your intuition. If he's actively checking other women out around you, that is a red flag. If he's constantly talking about other women, that is a red flag. Okay. Even if it's this coworker and he's constantly talking about her, it's, it's a red flag that he needs to just scale it back. Yes. He may be around her all day. And yes, he may not have the social grace to realize that he's talking too much about her. But I guarantee you, if you were to start talking about a male coworker of yours, it would be a problem. So a lot of times he needs to also realize what he's doing is inappropriate. And it's just not a wise thing to do. And most men who are of high quality would know that and they wouldn't do that. But sometimes, you know, there are some men who are a little bit more in their feminine and tend to be a lot more social in terms of like talking to women at work and having all these women friends and that kind of thing. And that can become problematic, but that's a whole nother, whole nother conversation. In terms of this, It's just important that you try your best not to get into jealousy 
But every so often, if he is moved by something he sees because it truly is something that stands out, then it's okay. It's okay to go along with it and, you know, not try and beat him over the head or be immature about it and say, oh, you're trying to say she looks better than me or ask him who looks better, her or me. Those things are very immature, very immature. And that behavior is a kind of behavior that causes a lot of sneakiness where he might feel like he can't even share things with you. So he hides it. Okay. He'd rather look like he's going to pass out thinking someone's beautiful than to say it around you. And that's not good either. Okay. Now, in terms of silent competition with women, (sighs) this is where it can be more painful and more harmful to you. If you don't have the things that you want yet in life, it may look like everyone is in a relationship or everyone is engaged or getting married or having children. And this normally starts right after high school. You start to see people all of a sudden getting married and it's like, whoa, what's going on? But the worst thing that you can do is allow jealousy to seep into your heart. If there is something that you truly desire for your life, chances are God gave you those desires and he has a personal interest in you getting it. And speaking from a personal experience, this is something I dealt with, okay? It took me a long time to trust God fully in terms of getting what I wanted because I was getting older and older and older and I'm like, huh, Interesting. (laughs) I'm in relationships, but why am I not getting engaged? How come I'm not getting married? How come I'm not doing all these things by the times that I set out for myself? And why is everyone else getting this? Like, what's wrong with me or what's wrong with the people I'm dating? I didn't understand and I didn't put my trust in God. I was putting it in myself and trying to fix things and just being completely aimless because I did not know what I was doing. So it was a lot of trial and error and a lot of heartache and a lot of stress and pain and just unnecessary situations that I got myself into because I wasn't trusting God. And that's part of the reason, if not one of the biggest reasons why I do this content. It's to help you. It's to help other women who were like me to be able to get the things that I was able to get in life by learning how to navigate your life in a way that's going to help you be the most fulfilled and full of joy, regardless of what's actually happening in your life. Because yes, it is hard. It is hard being a woman. It is hard navigating dating and relationships and men and everything. It's tough if you don't have anyone to guide you, which I did not have anyone to guide me. And that's why it's so important for me to try to guide you so that you can avoid a lot of the things that I ended up getting myself into because I didn't have the guidance. So it's so important more than anything to trust God. I got to a point at a certain point in my 20s where I deleted my Facebook account because I was just beyond annoyed with constantly seeing people getting engaged and I was like getting broken up with or breaking up with people. And it was just like, my life was just full of chaos. Right. And I was seeing people whose lives were not chaotic. And I'm like, how, 
(laughs) So I deleted it. And instead, I actually found a devotional because at the time I did not read my Bible ever. I just read devotionals because it was nice and short and easy. And I meditated on one scripture that I found that just really moved me. This is before I was even born again as a Christian. I had little devotionals all over the place and I would read them. And there was a scripture in one devotional that I attached myself to. It was Psalm 37, 4. And that reads, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires and secret petitions of your heart. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is interesting. And it just really resonated with me. I remember reading that scripture over and over and crying. Like there are actual tears in the devotional because I wanted so bad for that to be true for me. And I spent tons and tons of time with God. I actually ended up ripping the page out of the devotional and putting it on my mirror. And whenever I wasn't feeling well, I would read it and it would just help me to feel better. It wasn't until years later when I became born again and became in Christ that I realized that my desires changed, okay? I'm so, so thankful and grateful to God that I did not get the things that I wanted when I wanted them. I'm happy that I didn't get engaged when I wanted to. I'm just beyond grateful that I didn't get engaged to the person I thought I wanted to get engaged to. That was a blessing. It was such a blessing. And I didn't realize it because what happens is the Lord changes your desires into his desires. And all the things that I wanted were worthless. It was worthless comparing myself and competing with other women and competing in my mind. And all of that was worthless because God had a special plan for me. And that's why you must trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. You don't know why things happen the way that they do. But in the process, trusting God to work it out while you celebrate other people, this is a remedy for disarming feminine competition, celebration, feminine compassion and collaboration work with other women, praise other women, celebrate other women, support other women. And these things will richly bless your life. Everything you do is a seed. You are constantly sowing seeds for your life by the things that you say, the things that you do. And when you start sowing seeds into other people, in terms of the things that you want, God then blesses you. And I have seen this work miracles in my life. When I have anything that I want and I see people getting it, whether it's a certain kind of job or whether it's a marriage or a house or a baby or whatever it is, if I want it, I sow into that person. I congratulate them. I support them. If they have something, I buy it. If they're having a baby, I'll buy something for the baby. Whatever it is, whatever it is that I want. They buy a new house, I'll give them a housewarming present. I'll support them. And most importantly, this one is bigger than everything. I pray for them. Even if I don't have it yet and they're in the middle of getting it and I want it too, 
and they tell me, Michelle, I'm, I don't know, let's say I'm about to open up a bakery and I've always wanted to open up a bakery. I pray for them and I say, Lord, please let this bakery be the best bakery that's ever opened up and allow them to have no problems and bless them with legal advice. And I just pour blessings into that person's bakery. And every time I have ever done that, God has always smiled upon me and blessed me with whatever it is that he had for me. And it always blows my mind. Because what happens is I stop desiring that thing the way that I used to. And I just trust. I just trust by praying for that other person that things will work out for me. You just become so focused on other people's happiness and other people's lives and other people's blessings. And when they get what they wanted and you prayed for them, you feel this immense sense of joy because you were part of that process. You know, and a lot of times they don't even know you're part of the process. And the Lord loves that. You're delighting in other people's lives. And that is beautiful. So I would encourage you, if nothing else, whether you know the person or you don't know the person, pray for them whenever anyone is in anything that you desire for yourself. And the Lord will shine his light upon you. That's facts. When I was younger, like in my 20s, I used to talk to a lot of older women. I was always pulled towards like wealthy, older women of God for some reason. I always was just intrigued by them, right? How did you get so wealthy and so like classy and you're just out at this restaurant, fine dining and just looking gorgeous. And I just loved it. And I would talk to them because I love talking to women who are wise and older and successful. And I would tell them about how sad I feel. I don't have this. I don't have that. And they would say, Michelle, your day will come. They would always say it with such certainty. Your day will come. And I'm like, yeah, right. Like, how do you know? You know, some people's days don't come, right? <laughs> like, you're just saying that like, you know, but you don't know. So whatever. But that was true. My day did come. And looking back, it's just oh, mind-blowing. All the time that I could have spent being in competition and being hater and being jealous and talking bad about people and their downfalls, which I think is the number one, that's the worst thing you could ever do is gossip with your friends about someone else's downfall or someone else's breakup or whatever. That is the number one way to lose your blessings. But for me, now looking back, my day did come and it was a thousand times better than I could have ever even thought about. And not even that I could have asked for that I could have even thought about. I could never have imagined. And that's why the word of God says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. That's Jeremiah 29, 11, the scripture that my debut fragrance is from. And if you are looking for a fragrance, perfume, if you like perfume, or if you just want a symbolic reminder of God's promises for you, then visit findforever.com and get 2911 The Fragrance. The fragrance is blessed. I will tell you, the fragrance is blessed. And God's promise is real. You can get 20% off by using the code FEMININE if you want to purchase it. 
You can also get it as a gift for someone else in your life who maybe could use a little bit of encouragement that God does have a plan for their lives and his thoughts towards them are good because it's true. It's just true. God does have a plan for your life and his plans are good. And it's so important to be reminded of that as often as possible. And you know, if you followed me on my vlog channel, I have a vlog channel on YouTube. If you followed me for years and you saw me years ago when I used to live in my mom's house and I was constantly complaining, you saw me going through the agony of wanting so many things for my life and not having them. And then you also saw when I finally did get them, you saw my engagement on a hot air balloon in Paris. You saw all the things and it's real. It's real. And I'm thankful that I documented it so you can see the progress. And if you like vlogs, you can subscribe to my vlog channel on YouTube. It's titled Michelle My Bell. You can follow me there. I will begin actually uploading vlogs consistently again beginning next week. And in addition to that, my love, if you are someone who wants to learn more about having a personal relationship with God, if you're someone who maybe just feels a pulling towards God, but you just don't have the steps or you don't know how to really dive in, I'm super excited to start a brand new channel where we're going to focus on faith. And it's going to be for anyone who wants to know God in a personal way, like I do. It's not preaching. It's actually going to just be you having your morning coffee or your morning tea with me and chatting about faith. And this is the first time I'm actually announcing it here. I haven't announced it on YouTube. So you can be one of the first people to head over there and subscribe. The channel is called Mornings with Michelle. So you can subscribe there. And you can have breakfast or coffee with me and we can just chat about things like this because so many people want things for their lives, but they don't know how to get there. And God is the answer for everything. It's in Christ. But how do you get there? How do you have the faith for it? How do you live a different kind of life after you've been living a certain way for so long? That's the kind of stuff we're going to talk about. So head over to that channel called Mornings with Michelle and you can subscribe and I'll be uploading sometime in the middle of September and I'll be uploading a couple times a month there. Also, please share this podcast with anyone you think it can encourage. It really helps me to stay motivated to keep recording for you ladies, knowing that people are actually listening and it's actually helping your life because I I just don't know and it helps to know that people listen and care and it's helping because I really just want to help. So I love you all so much and we will chat soon. Remember that there's no need to be competitive as a feminine woman, my dear. There's no need. Compete with yourself and grow every single day. And with God in your life and the Holy Spirit, who is the one who does that for you, he is God who lives inside of any believer, anyone who accepts Jesus as their savior. The Holy Spirit, which is a spirit of God, actually lives in your body. He's a real person and he lives inside of you. He is the one who changes your heart, changes your life and gives you power 
to do the unthinkable. And you, my dear, have been given a special and unique life and you can rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. The Lord can open all doors and he opens doors that no man can shut once your time is here. I'm excited for you and I hope that you stay out of feminine competition because you have a path that is uniquely yours and you will get what's meant for you. I love you all so much. I hope this was helpful. Follow me on Instagram at a feminine impression and my personal page at Dr. Michelle Daff and visit findforever.com if you love fragrance or if you want to support me or if you just want a reminder of God's promises. I will see you in the next podcast. And remember that in all things you do, make a feminine impression. Bye-bye.